0: Welcome back, everybody. This is Todd Sylvester with the Todd Inspires Belief Cast. Thank you once again for tuning in. And as always, thank you for believing in me and believing in the the guests that I bring on. Uh, Every week, I always say you're in for a treat. Um, And I know I say it a lot, but man, people are amazing. And today's going to be no different. Um, But before we get there, I need to give a shout out to our sponsors, uh, Siegfried & Jensen, Wasatch Recovery, Thread Wallets, and then Paul Cardall for allowing me to use his music before and after these amazing uh stories that we're that we are hearing. And like I said, today's gonna be no different. Today we are we're joined by uh Jill Tupper. Jill, thank you for joining us today.
1: Oh, it is my total honor and privilege. I'm excited.
0: Oh. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. Um so let me give you a little background on Jill. She's a global speaker, leadership innovator, and has worked with Fortune 500 companies, organizations such as Boeing, McDonald's, Amex, YPO. I actually did a speaking event for YPO a couple of weeks ago. So, the amazing organization. Um, you've climbed Kilimanjaro. Uh, she's worked with Mother Teresa's Missionary of Charity in Calcutta and Ethiopia. She's run marathons and triathlons. She's all about body, mind, and purpose uh, through neuroscience, which has proven to catapult leaders into new heights. She now is training and equipping boots on the ground in the war zone of Ukraine, uh, first responders, soldiers, and refugees um, affected by this horrific war. You guys are going to be blown away what she's doing like and where she goes and she's putting herself in some pretty scary situations. Um she uh, she has a, a neuroscience, neuroscience training, uh, Calm Within the Uncertainty of Chaos of War. She has proven firsthand that the battlefield of the mind, which really uh, hits me at home, is the same battlefield as the war zone in Ukraine. And again, she's just out there making a difference and helping these people who are suffering. And boy, we need more Jill's in our lives. So Jill, once again, thanks for joining us.
1: Ah, oh, thanks for having me, Todd.
0: Yeah. So why don't we start, Jill? Tell us a little bit about your childhood and where you grew up.
1: Oh, got you. Um, I actually grew up in the Midwest, Kansas City, Missouri, if you oh, know okay. the difference between Kansas and Missouri. Yeah. And uh, I am not a flatland girl. I've always been an adventure girl from as young as I can remember. Definitely the mountains have had my name in. And, and my middle name uh, is Mountain Girl. And so that's <laughs> always been a key thing for me. You know, I grew up um, in a, a Catholic grade school and was really impressed by one specific uh, nun, Sister Bernadette, and um, wildly, she didn't even speak English, uh, mm. but there was this impression I had from her. But I was the wild kid in uh, the Catholic school. The nuns were a little terrorized by my en- energy. <laughs>
0: yeah, who's that?
1: It was not everyone's joy. Um <laughs> Yeah, say so I hate to say it, but I was definitely the most rambunctious you could have found in the school, yeah. and um, and yet I really appreciate a lot of what um the kind of background that gave me. I would also say I grew up with a parents that really loved me. Uh, four, three sisters, so four of us all together. But it also, when people say when you want to um, explain your growing up, I would have said I grew up in a war zone. Oh man! <laughs> uh, but it didn't look it on the outside. But it definitely a war zone on the inside. Mm -hmm. And so that, I think, has a lot to do with where I am now. Literally, I never knew I'd be in an actual war zone. Yeah. And just, yeah, growing up in one. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, you know, it's interesting you say that, Jill. I really am a believer of life happens for us. Mm -hmm. Although when we're going through it, we don't necessarily know where this is taking us. And so... That fits perfectly with what you just said. Like the war zone you were struggling with maybe as you were growing up has brought you to an actual war zone and and the and the lessons you've learned. If you don't mind, share some of the um what was that war zone like? Can you describe a little bit of what that was?
1: Yeah, you know, it was a, it was it was so tough because on the one hand, we were so privileged and blessed. You know, we had a great neighborhood. We had the the club with the pool, the the classes, my parents were really great at funneling my energy into every class they could put me in. I, I don't know any of my other sisters were as active in that regard. So they had me in acting, singing, art, dancing, trying to funnel my energy. So that I thought was really, (laughs) really awesome. Um, I also really appreciate my family really, I think, um, doing a lot for people of all, all cultures. So I really appreciated that about them. And they promoted my creativity. They encouraged it. But uh, there was a huge internal battle uh, within my mom and then within my parents' marriage. And um, that uh, it ended in divorce. uh, But that was not until I went off to college. And it was a lot of battlefield going on. And I found it, you know, it was rough. And actually, I would tell you that young life, I don't know if you guys are familiar with young life. But It's a really cool, like relational adventure ministry. And I was a Young Life kid in high school. My Young Life leader became one of my best friends. So I ended up having a lot of safe, uh, loving places to go. And don't get me wrong. My parents very much loved me, Um, but it was a really rough um, emotional uh, space to, to grow up in.
0: Yeah. Wow. So um, obviously it sounds like, you know, believing in God and your faith and that was obviously being cultivated as you were growing up. And I know that's a big part of your life, if if not everything, right? Um, yeah. Talk about how that started to develop and, and how, you know, how that maybe helped you through some of this war zone stuff you were talking about and the minefield in your mind.
1: Yeah, I think that's, and it, I agree. Thank you for saying the minefield in your mind, because that's really what, I think has been most highlighted to me around the globe is the battlefield is, is in our mind, even in the midst of Ukraine and all Mm. the raging war. So
2: um,
1: as far as for me, I was that kid that just had this really intimate relationship with God. Not even that I was taught it. I was just one of those kids Mm. and it was always being outside and I felt supported, loved by God. And, um, and then I would say young life became really critical to me, a few other churches, but yeah. I was never one to care about. I didn't care. You know, is it Presbyterian? Is it Baptist? Is like, I don't care. I didn't care yeah. one bit about where it came from or the religious piece, piece around it. I cared about where people living life to the fullest. Mm. And so I remember when I was 10 years old, I held on to, there was a scripture, uh, John ten ten. That uh, Christ came that we would have life and have it to the fullest. And I was like, that's what I'm going for. I'm in. And so (laughs) uh, my crisis of faith came a lot later. um, And uh, that was no small thing. But I also can say in that crisis of faith that um, it also prepared me for what now I'm doing in the war zone. Mm -hmm. So I'm finally grateful for all the scars, but we all go through them. We've all experienced trauma. There's not one individual in the world I've ever met that, and it all is around how we deal with that. um, That can either make us stronger or or can be our kryptonite for the rest of our lives.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, you said something that really hit me when you said, I'm grateful for the scars. Mm -hmm. You know, I I think our listeners, uh, you know, will obviously can appreciate this on a, a, a level that they've been through. Like you said, we all got something we're going through. And that I think if we can be grateful and look back and go, I'm glad I suffered here and struggled here because it's made me who I am today. And I get to handle this now because of it, right?
1: Yeah, but it, uh, it took me quite a while to be grateful. I'm not gonna, sure. I'm not gonna lie, sure. man. I It was a, for <laughs> me, it was over a decade of literally everything that I loved and cared for was stripped away. Everything, everything. Mm. everything. And I got to the point where I felt like, well, God doesn't care uh, flying anything about me. He loves everybody else in the world, but he just threw me out to the curb and uh, I became convinced of that. And so mm. uh, that was my huge crisis of faith. So yeah, I would say that, um, you know, life is not fair. Life is, uh, we have all been betrayed. Every last one of us. I ask audiences that I speak to yeah. around the world you know, and then I make them hold their hands up. Yeah. There isn't a soul that doesn't raise their hand and that yeah. hasn't been betrayed lied about, but we tend to believe we're the only ones, right. Yeah. We tend to believe our story is the worst. And um, <laughs> right. I've become convinced that's no longer true. Yeah. And, um, but God is somehow still in it, but it took me quite a while to scrape kind of scrapping my way out through that pain yeah. That struggle to reconnect with that truth. And then it was only after that when I literally went to Ukraine was the first time I could thank him for oh, every star. It really? wasn't until a year ago. Uh-uh. Wow.
0: I did not know that. I mean, I knew that you'd gone through some things. I didn't realize mm-hmm. it lasted that long. Uh,
2: it was awful.
0: <laughs> well, if you don't mind me asking, you know, did something? Did it happen before you went to the Ukraine or did it happen while well, yeah. you were there? Oh, did, was there no. an event that happened that made you go, Oh, wow. Now I see it. Or was it just a gradual thing at that moment? I don't know.
1: Oh, that I woke up to why yes. I think God, yeah. I think that's a really good question. Um, I I would say over time, you know, it was well over a decade that I was in uh, and I'm a natural optimist.
2: Yeah. So, um, yeah. <laughs> and
1: so it took a lot of losses and defeats and betrayals for me to finally get to the point where I wasn't going to get back up. And I didn't look it on the outside, but on the inside, you, we can all relate with that. We don't always look on the outside what we feel like on the inside. Yeah. And so I felt like I had lost my hope that I was really living in despair, which isn't even my natural right.
2: wiring. Yeah.
1: And so that the blessing of that was I used them all the tools that I train others in and, I didn't just read them in a book. I mean, I literally have practiced these tools um to tri- shift my own self during the darkest times.
2: Yeah. And
1: as a result, now I know they work. You know, yeah, not right. just
2: because
1: <laughs> I'm proof, you know. Yep.
2: Yeah. And
1: um you know, I would say I had thanked God for many of them, but uh, I couldn't get to all of them, for sure for sure. And I heard people go, ah, you know, uh, it'll all work out for good. And I was like, ah, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah.
2: And, uh,
1: right. yeah, it wasn't until I arrived in Ukraine. You're right. Yeah. All the bombs are going off. I'm in Mika live. Um, I've never been in a war situation. I'm wearing bulletproof vests. Never in my million years, what I have chosen to put myself in that situation. Right. Um, and I realized that every tear every lonely moment so we often feel so lonely when we're going through despair and darkness right. um all of it had prepared me for such a time as this wow i know
0: amazing thanks for sharing that i know that's a a big question obviously because there's so much uh going on there so yeah. you know you're i love your passion i love your energy um you know i've i've watched you on stage and it's just amazing how you bring the audience together and connect people and, and you're very passionate about the, you know, your neuroscience training. Do you mind explaining that to our listeners, what that exactly is and, and why, yeah. you know, why that's so effective of what you do, you know, helping yeah. others? Yeah.
1: Well, I think, uh, how it all developed. I, my background is occupational therapy. That's my bachelor's and my okay. master's has been leadership. Yeah. Uh, and so All of these pieces, I was kind of studying neuroscience before it was a popular word. And I'm kind of a geek that way. I knew that I knew that I knew the mind, the body, the emotions, the breath and the soul Mm -hmm. all work together. Mm -hmm. And to me, as those come together, you can then begin to live out the fullness of your purpose. So um, that has always been intriguing. And I've always studied it and I've always practiced what I study. Okay, so I'm very um, I'm very I want practical, applicable, moving forward um, tools. So as a result, um, I'd been designing these through the years and I had used them in different audiences with young with young life, with YPO, with Boeing, American Express, these kinds of things. And we kept and even with like college age and teenagers and we're watching all of this change happening very, very quickly. Yeah. And um and so then after my I got invited to well let's before the Ukraine piece. Then well it's all knitted within actually. I kind of probably have to pull it together for you. Sure, um, please. Uh I had designed certain pieces of it. And as a you know, an instructor at the Rady Center of Executive Development at UCSD, I was doing this work. And um then once I was asked to go to Ukraine, I realized, you know what? I I just went thinking I was going to help. I was terrified. So don't get me wrong.
2: When I was
1: (laughs) terrified. And as a result, I'm thinking, wait a minute, I don't want to go. But you know, that something in you that tells you you're going. I mean, this got your name on it. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. My mom died when I was 24. My son is 24. This would be awful. And my daughter's 21 and we're Gilmore girls. And I'm like, and then where's the, you know, who can take that kind of time and the, the well within about about i bet you it was maybe 16 hours something like that um my daughter was like mom you were built for this you gotta mm. go and my son was wow. like don't get killed you know that was <laughs> yeah. I love you, mom and yeah. and um and then uh, a body of work that i helped train their global leadership they bought my ticket so within 16 hours there's no turning back
2: yeah. right and i'm oh, like yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh! What did I get myself into? Right. And it was nuts at that, I, and that was almost a year ago, uh, next week. And since then, my life Dang. has not been the same. Yeah, not been the same. And so everything in the neuroscience that I already had done,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I, after the first trip, within thirty six hours of arriving, I had no idea. I think I'd be moving people helping evacuate, do whatever they needed. instead, Uh, within 36 hours, I'm training a group that has been completely stressed, overwhelming anxiety. They're all in the fight, flight, freeze state. They've been taking care of refugees. They had been, they're just at the heightened state. This was May, May 2nd. Mm. And um, so I said, I don't know if this will work, but let's try. Let's just shift you from the sympathetic system to the parasympathetic. Let's use some neuroscience tools. And everybody shifted like that. Wow. It was like, whoa this worked in in war this worked in war and the next day there was heroes international sitting around the table um rabbi shimon from an amazing jewish messianic church and then young life and they all sat around the table and said how can we mobilize jill all around ukraine and i didn't really even understand what was happening so we (laughs) start doing these um (laughs) slides that i've done for ypo was the most recent um i trained some uh, CEO presidents in some of this during, um, the pandemic. And so then we took the slideshow, got everything kind of, we actually laminated them, um, and translated them so that we knew we'd be in bomb shelters. We didn't know what was going to unfold. And sure enough, we were, we were in bomb shelters. So I was then taken across the border, uh, and taken directly to military base undisclosed by myself. No one I knew was with me and Mm. I don't even understand what's happening, Todd. And we've got like 15 people. They are psychologists. They are soldiers. They are chaplains. And they were captains. And they said, we've heard about your work. We want you to train us. And I said, guys, I don't know if this is going (laughs) to work. I'm not a psychologist. I'm the first one that's going to tell you now I'm a neuroscience geek.
0: And they said, right
1: we've all studied this and guess what nothing's practical and you make it practical Mm. teach us tools that are literally able to strengthen neural pathways that are there but we've been not using so literally then i couldn't tell you after that point how many beds i slept in i can't tell you how many bombs i heard go off i can't tell you how many um all the crazy was going on and we trained refugees, military chaplains, youth, uh, teenagers, people working with kids, yeah, young life. And then that was just trip one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wow. That was just trip one. <laughs> that is incredible. You know, and and this is a dumb question, I know, but were you, were you ever fearing for your life? Did you ever think oh, like, totally. you know what, this is a mistake. Cause I'm, you know, I just heard a bomb go off and yeah. Buck, and that sounded pretty close I don't yeah. I mean I can't even imagine Jill I mm. mean seriously
1: well and I'm not that gal okay <laughs> so that's the thing like that's not my idea of a good I, good time
0: a good time
1: uh, right yeah I'd rather be in the mountains you know doing a nice <laughs> hike or rock climbing to me is a lot less <laughs> fearful than going into war um absolutely absolutely and um you know what I believe that fear as I've learned more and studied it, Is that the opposition of fear is love. Mm. And um and I would and I do believe that fear, we can feed it or we can feed a sense of faith, not Pollyanna-ish, but we can I knew somehow within me, I knew this clear enough and I'd experienced it enough that I was called to be there. Okay. Mm -hmm. So there wasn't a question about that. So if it was my time to go, I was, I had written my letters right yeah. before i left just yeah. in case um because you know yeah life doesn't i i don't even think god promises uh, all the time safety
0: yeah right and
1: so i did feel fear kind of coming in on the right side at one point i'm in mikhailiv i've never heard bombing before the bombing the raid the uh the air raids were significant and mm. you know you turn off the lights early we were under a heavy heavy siege Every time I was in Meek Alive until this last time. And uh, I've been there now four four or five times. And um, I was definitely, I would say, I, I wanted to bite into fear, sort of like, oh, yeah. but yeah. instead I chose to resist it and say, no, I am here on a purpose. I have got a mission. I believe that I've been assigned to this. And so I'm not going to give into fear. Yeah. And that wasn't my first go with dealing with fear. Because I had been terrorized by it, and I learned by much of my the, my training that I utilize myself. I had trained my mind to go into a different space of calm within chaos, even in the face of fear. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's incredible. Yeah, incredible. <laughs> and you and and how many times have you been back there um, oh now?
1: Well, that'll lead into the neuroscience question that you asked. So, yeah. okay, uh, <laughs> now it's four. And and, you know, I'm I went once thinking that's it. Right. But <laughs> I got back and within two weeks, I'm asked to go back. So I take um, everything amazing. that we had worked on and I am like still coaching and working with people in Ukraine long distance, even mm-hmm. some in Russia who yeah. are terrorized by the fear. And then I am actually creating the next level of the study, but in Ukrainian. So that was trip two right and then i returned from trip two and i was in california uh with young life working with people from all over eastern europe and they were all in high alert states all in fight flight and freeze so i'm working with them and then young life actually sent some ukrainians here to my home for me to love on and care for it was great yeah and to work with them then from there, my third trip, I was invited back to teach and train all of the Young Life staff, about 75 people. Okay. So we took kind of these slides that I, it, it's over there. And then we created uh, this, but in Ukrainian.
2: Okay? okay. Yeah. So
1: I created this and uh, that way they could move on. They could not only be trained in it. So this is some of my best material. I took it up to the highest level, but that they could continue to train. Mm. Um, over it, it, I call it the 30, 30, 30. And that was, we got incredible responses and then we started getting asked back. And so then we took everything up to the next level. So the next level is this. Uh, We actually have a full kit now that I've designed as Ukraine warriors, um, Calm Within Chaos, this is our neuroscience kit. And this is how you build new neural pathways. So everything in this now, and um, everything in this uh, is to train you to yeah. rebuild and strengthen neural pathways. And of wow. course, now they're all in Ukrainian as well, as you can see. I love it. Yeah. And
0: so that one says Ukrainian warrior. Do that, you have one that's just for, for American warrior or is yes. it for? Is yes. That? And okay.
1: we do actually. and And we are already being asked to go different places in the world, much less around the U.S., yeah.
0: So we are
1: taking opportunities to speak, to train. Um, Some are going with us. We have a training actually coming up this next weekend here in Denver. Uh, Yeah. That we would love to have people come you can just go to my website and find out about it. We um, can't train people fast enough. That's what's going on. Sure. And we just got back. We took 300 kits. Uh, We went for three weeks and we trained 60, all of the medical staff in a children's hospital in Nipro. Mm. Then we were taken uh, into Kiev. We trained 80 people at a Jewish messianic church. A lot of the church leaders are really first responders now that oh, are man. in high levels of yeah. stress and overwhelm. The whole church, everyone who's not working is mobilizing, helping, or they've left. You know, you just, the whole country needs every hand yeah. on deck. And then we were in Mykolaiv training uh, youth and um, youth ministers and leaders that were all in high states of anxiety and overwhelm. Then we were back into Kyiv training 80 chaplains that are disseminated all around Ukraine. And we've been invited now to go back, train the police force, train more children's hospitals, the medical staff. So right now we, we can't mobilize fast enough. And yeah. uh it's big, it's a big job, but we know that we are we are called to be more of what we would call a 1.5 response team. Okay. We don't wait until later after trauma has set in and wired into the body, we we interrupt earlier.
2: Wow.
0: You know, it's just incredible. And I love um I love that you actually say it's powered by love, right?
2: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, yeah.
0: I mean, it really comes down to that. Talk about that. Why? You know, we say that love, you know, love, but why is that so important here, Jill? And how is this, how is love actually really fueling all of this for you? Because I know you, you're that woman. You really are. You are built for this and you have that love and passion. And, and I think that's why you're doing such great work, but why is love so important?
1: You know, I believe love is stronger than hate. And love is stronger than fear. I believe it's the strongest force. I'm not talking about love where everything's going and you can feel it easily and you hear the butterflies are flying around and all is perfect. Real love fights. Mm. Real love fights. And what I discovered in the world in the last handful of years is we're fighting each other, okay? We are, especially in the U.S., we are not fighting a common enemy. We're at war with each other. I know. Well, I think the fighting spirit was knitted within us. The problem is we're not fueling it by the right source. Yeah. Love is the strongest force and you can look at people like Gandhi, you can look at people like um Martin Luther King, you can look at people like Mother Teresa. They fought they fought but they fought true. with love, much stronger force. Mm. Much stronger force. And so what I believe is that and I heard Years ago, I was in California when I got this warriors powered by love and now we're becoming global warriors powered by love. But, um, I think we are designed to fight and most of us have chosen that love is, uh, uh, you can just run over love, you know, love is just kind of, uh, but it is something we can fight with. And I don't care. And this is what mother Teresa said. You can find Calcutta in every part of the world, wherever you yeah. have eyes to see. The neglected, the forgotten—they're—they're they're in mansions, you know, right over here in Cherry Creek and in yeah. Denver, and they are in slums,
2: yeah,
1: all over the world. You can find people in need, and yeah. each yeah. of us has a—I believe—a a significant purpose. Yeah, significant. One of my favorite books of all time is *Man's Search for Meaning* by Victor yeah. Frankl. Great and book. It's one of my top books of all time, but we were designed with a purpose. And no one okay, you got it right there, baby. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> I'm with you. Mind you right there. Yeah. <laughs> that is really critical is that no nobody's purpose, you know, is no one we don't even need to be competitive because we don't have the same purpose. Yeah. Each one is unique. There are people that Todd can reach. There are people that Joe Hari, who's yeah. on my volunteer staff, can reach kaylee saint adrian yeah. call her that i can't reach yeah and so we need to fight with the most powerful force and if you look at a mama and you know her love you know that's a warrior
0: oh yeah there's amen. no
1: mama that's not a warrior
0: yeah amen to that wow that's powerful I mean, you know i saw this uh one of your posts um it's you know it's a video with uh, youtube playing Um, and at the very beginning, it shows you hugging this, uh, Ukrainian woman and you can just see the, I mean, you can see her tears and things like that. And just the, the embracing that you two are doing it, you, again, I see love when I see that and, and the power of that and the connection. And I, I mean, I can't even imagine. I mean, I'm sure you have story after story after story of these people who, are so grateful that you would be willing to come out there and teach them and to coach them and to show them, here's how you get through this, you know, not only battling the outside war, but what's going on in your inside. I just, man, I just can't imagine the stories you must have.
1: <laughs> you, you really can't. It It, is so, it needs a book. I already feel it. I just need someone to come alongside of me and write it because it's happening as we yeah, speak. Yeah,
0: hey, for but- sure. Yeah, but i
1: want to be really clear where it looks like it's me in those photos or eric who just went with me it's really yeah. not i want to be yeah. very honest sure and trust me i love credit so <laughs> <laughs> i'd be happy to bring my marathon triathlon outrigger racing medals and show you every one of them to prove <laughs> to you how much i love credit
0: <laughs> uh-huh, yeah i love it i
1: love it yeah it's <laughs> so freaking beyond me yeah. I'm sorry, but I am so beyond humbled. And that is not lip service. Yeah. There's no way this is me. This is a, a, a God source power coming yep. in and through me and everyone. And also there are hundreds of people behind me and we need, we need thousands more. We need people yeah. that, you know, we have people volunteering. We have people, um, you know, raising money. We've got people, uh, going with us, training, praying. We've got a team and we need even yeah. more of a team.
2: Yeah. Right. Um,
1: you know, and we need, you know, I believe we're being called into a global movement. And not even yeah. my idea, by the way. It's not like I think, I don't think Mother Teresa sat out going, gee, I'm going <laughs> to be a missionary charity around the world. I, I just get this inkling that the world's so fighting against each other. If we can mobilize people to fight for themselves and one another. We will rise back globally. And that's the key. And what you're going to see is in Ukraine, they're fighting together against a common enemy.
2: Mm. This
1: is the greatest thing. That's one of the greatest things that's coming out of the worst of atrocities in the midst of war.
0: Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, if someone, I mean, how does someone get involved? If you need more people, Mm. what's the best way for them to do it? And how could they find more information on what you're doing and currently need? What are your, you know, so that would be
1: great. Um, That would be great. We really do need a million dollars. I'm not kidding. Uh, We're looking for the miracle million. Um, And we're hoping we're, we're very cutting edge in what we're doing. So there's been nothing that we can tell. And there might be, but we didn't see it anywhere in Ukraine. And we haven't heard of it in the U S yet, but that there is this, you don't want to wait until trauma sets in the faster you can interrupt it. And I have Mm -hmm. so many stories. Um, And so I would say, go to my website, jilltupper.com. We're creating our Global Warrior website. We're in the process. Hang in there with us. Follow us on Instagram, Jill Tupper, until we get the other. We didn't see it coming, uh, but we had been prepared for it. So while you don't see something necessarily coming, trust that whatever you've gone through, the worst and the best is preparing you for your greatest purpose yeah. to unfold, um, and so I would just say, uh, my confidence is not into myself; it's into yeah.
2: how
1: how God's brought this team around us, and um, I think the world is really in desperate need. Let me. Do we have time for a story or oh, two? For sure.
0: Oh no, we are got plenty of time.
1: <laughs> oh, we do. Okay, I didn't know yeah. what your frame was. Okay, so um, there's one man I was taken into Bucha. I don't know if you remember uh, Bucha, but it was a horrific. Horrific. It was occupied. It was butchered, really. And mm. um, and it was just awful. And they took me in. Um, and this was a, an amazing church. I mean, everyone mobilized there. So I want you to understand, I've never seen any kind of mobilization like this ever. Mm. So it was so inspiring. And they're the heroes. I'm not. I'm just going to help strengthen them mm. yeah. the hero work. So yeah. I want to be super clear on that. Um, and so. They took me to a place. There were maybe 500 people and we're feeding them. And, um, and then they're helping in any way we can, but it's being under siege still. It's being bombed as we're there. And one man, um, is in this position. You can see it in some of my pictures, but he's in what I call the shame position locked down. He was not looking up. I didn't even notice him in the crowd. Someone else took a photo and his wife came up to me after and said, please, 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 can you help? And um, she said he jumped out of the window, literally, wow. when the Russians came. Now, if you understand the sympathetic system, the high alert state that we all have, which mm-hmm. is needed, by the way, yeah, but it's fight, flight and freeze. He just he couldn't have stopped himself. He yeah. had a reaction, a physiological reaction that hijacked the body, jumped out of the window and he survived, except emotionally. He and mentally, he was devastated. So yeah. he believed he was living in shame the rest of his life. So here I am right there. And she says, can you help? And he's right there. Like,
2: yeah.
1: and I went, okay. I just took yeah. a deep breath yeah. and I just turned and I got out of the way. And I feel like that's in many ways how things can move through you powerfully.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: I had to go down, down, down. He wouldn't look up. And when I was finally able to explain what happened to his system, just neurologically, and mm. that now he has a choice. You can either say, you can tell what, what thought process are you going to feed? And if you continue to feed this process, it will kill you. Mm. And I already know this, it yeah. will kill you. And that man in 20 minutes, if you could see the picture after we hugged, you would not believe me. Um, and if someone else took the photos, which is such a joy. And yeah. I've seen him since. And yeah. he is free. Wow. But, He set himself free. Right. So let's be really clear. It's really not me. I go in and coach. They have to do the work. Yep. All of us, nobody can do it for us. And then Luda, she was also in Bucha and I was in Bucha really early on maybe a few weeks after it had been liberated and people are living in Todd, you got to understand this. They're living in buildings, um, you know, that most people live in flats, and many of the flats are bombed out or secondary blast blows out glass. And they have no, no water. They have no electricity and they have nowhere to go. Yeah. So people go, Oh, just go to refugee camps. Well, let's talk about refugee camps. Yeah. There may be good intentions with refugee camps, but you know, they're over. I, I know well over 20,000. I think that number is higher of children that were taken from Ukraine in to Russia taken mm-hmm. from families so there's so much i can't even begin to tell yeah. you the the level of cruelty the level of horrific and i don't repeat the stories in any level of devastation because i don't want to traumatize anyone else but yeah. there, it's horrific it's total terror and so this woman um she and her son had been living in an actual home really beautiful home and they are um they're they had been taking care of people that were like running for their lives. Right. Yeah. And they kept filling their home full, filling their home full. And then they discovered that there's a traitor, uh in the village and guess how long he had been living there. Like seven years. Oh. This is a neighbor. This wasn't just, I'm like, uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. So it's a neighbor. He's been living there for like five, seven years and he turns them in. And then all oh. artillery comes. It's just like a normal, just think about where you live. Do you yeah. live in a home? Yeah. You're blessed to live in a home. So you're For living in sure. a home. Yep. And both sides of your street. Can you imagine on both sides that their artillery comes and blasts the entire block to smithereens?
0: Yeah, I can't even, I can't even imagine.
1: And they take me to her home. Oh. All you see, you can find this in all these pictures. All you see is a skeleton. Ugh. And that's where she meets me. And they said, she's gone through so much. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is out of my league. I don't know what I can do.
2: Yeah.
1: And she tells the story of her home, but she's also in this position, you know, total yeah. devastation. And so we they found a quiet place for us to work. I worked with her in with neuroscience, with the mind, not with talking about the problem. This is not psychology. That's They know what they're doing. That is not my forte.
2: Uh,
1: I'm not a PTSD girl. Um, That is not my strength. My strength is to interrupt trauma before they become traumatized. That's why we call ourselves a 1.5 response team. And so she, it would only happen a few days before, but not only did her home get blown up, her son runs out to stop them from blowing up the home and she runs after him. And she sees her son blown up in front of her. Oh,
2: yeah,
0: terrific! Yeah,
1: and um, wow. And they want me to go work on her, and yeah. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Um, but we did, and you you just couldn't recognize her face after. That's not me.
0: Yeah, that was not me. Right.
1: You know, that's not me. And oh man. I'm sorry. I, I try not to tell too many stories. No,
0: no, no, you're fine. No, I'm glad you're sharing, but <laughs> it's, it's hard to hear it sometimes, but I'm glad you're sharing.
1: Yeah. And I, you know, it's wild because um, I know I cannot not share. Yeah. And wildly before I left, before I was even asked to go to Ukraine, I was reading Bonhoeffer. Really? No kidding. Tell me I wasn't being prepared. Yes. Wow. I was being so prepared. And he talked about, I wish I had it right here with me, but he talks about, I do right over there. Um, and he talks about how he can't be silent about what he sees. He has to continue to speak, even though it's dropped out of the news, Mm -hmm. because it would be lying if he did not use his own voice to speak for those who couldn't speak. And I'm living that I could have written that exact passage, exact passage. And so right. that's where I feel like I am is this yeah. crazy. I'm caught in something that isn't me, yeah. uh, that I just have an assignment. Um, I cannot not go. Um, you know, I've done everything to create this, including, you know, investing my 401k to create what I know is meant to be prepared for people. Yeah, And I'm, I cannot not with what I've seen. And if you saw it, Todd, you'd feel the same yeah, way. Yeah. I you can't bet. turn your back. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Man, yeah, those, yeah.
0: Thank you for sharing those stories and uh, as hard as they are to hear, they need to be told and yeah. it just puts perspective on this. And again, like I said, we need more Jill's in our life for sure. Um, and again, I know I love that you're, you know, you're not taking the credit. You're just there as, you know, a, a conduit, if you will. And, but, but again, you're, you're the one willing to do that too, though, Jill. And I wow. I, I, I am going to give you a little bit of credit because without, without you doing this and creating this packet and this kit for people to be a warrior, I love that. Like, you know, just that mindset switch, like, Oh, I'm a warrior. I'm actually a warrior. I mean, just that alone. That just thinking it in that way, and that's why I love how you titled this and and the way you formatted that. It, it's just beautiful.
1: Well, and what's crazy about it is I heard Warrior powered by Love seven years ago, and in California, and I didn't know what it was for. Mm. And I even created shirts and the logo, but yeah. I didn't.
0: Use it. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy.
1: Crazy, and yeah. even here in Denver, I have our Warrior powered by love, uh, young adults. And they're from all over the world. Mm. I have the amazing eclectic group of young warriors and they're from Asia, India, Africa, all over the world, uh, South America. And I train them in many of the same things okay. uh, that we're talking about. So, because when you realize you're a warrior
2: mm-hmm. and
1: not a victim, right. uh, then you will train, and so, a lot of what we're about in this is identifying. It's just like an athlete, Todd. I use this all the time. Is that you know? I think I did a couple of marathons, and someone says you're such an athlete, and I go, I'm not an athlete, and they go, Well, then what's it take to be an athlete? And I right,
0: went, well, Right,
1: right. <laughs> I'm an athlete. Well, once I took that on, yeah, it changed the way I trained. Yeah. so once you understand you're a warrior Ooh. you no longer just Damn. life is a freaking war whether you want to fight or not it's yeah. going to be a war yep. and, and there are beautiful times at war if you could see some of the clips and you know we'll take we'll celebrate birth they celebrated my birthday bombs going off oh. May 6th in Mika Live and they celebrated my birthday in the midst of the war
0: that's incredible. Because
1: you go on and I can tell you stories about and Anthony (laughs) and his beautiful wife, Sonia, who his place, they Young Life leaders, amazing, brave. And his flat from a secondary blast gets all the all the windows get blown out. And you never want to be near when you always have to think about little things. And. He said, Jill, I've been so scared. And he moved his bed all the way by the door, which is what you do. You just take the mattress. Yeah. I've been known to sleep on the floor away from windows. Mm-hmm. Um, I try not to be in high rise. I don't want to, I'd rather be with living with people, um, yeah, right. Sometimes sleeping on the floor. Yeah. And they were so brave. Um, they went ahead with their wedding. They went ahead with their wedding. They changed it, the location, because they could hear where some hot spots were. Yeah. And they got married under some beautiful trees. Um, And are yeah. uh, there are new babies. I've held newborn babies in the war zone. They're a beautiful woman. There's a gorgeous woman, Anna, who I'd love you to hear her story. She's a brilliant vocalist. She's absolutely mm. extraordinary. And um, she will go, she's a soldier. So you see her sitting in the trenches singing. Her husband's a soldier. They've chosen to be soldiers. And now she's pregnant and going to have their baby. In the middle of the war, life is continuing and beautiful things are happening. And that is the indomitable spirit of faith, of hope, of love. Tell me love isn't more powerful than hate.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. I think there's a scripture, forgive me, I don't know where it's at. Maybe you can help, but I think it says something like, perfect love casteth out all fear. Mm-hmm. And I heard that, and I I know when I first read that, it was years and years and years ago, but over time, I've started to notice that it really does mm-hmm. cast it out and how powerful that really is. And so I'm, I'm with you 100% on that. And man, so um, if someone like that kit you have is yeah. that something that anyone could purchase, yeah. like that wants to be a warrior and and learn these things? But I was just curious Actually, if that's
1: be, a. I think that's a really good question. Yeah. We're um, we need the funding, um, okay. not going to lie, because we've got a big vision and we're being asked now. Oh, if I listed the request to you that we're getting in now,
0: oh, I can imagine.
1: And I'm like, okay, how are we doing this one? You know? Yeah. Um, we need this in multiple languages. We, I will not give out any material. And okay. here's why. Um, sure. there's a real reason behind it. If information could change people, we would all be wealthy, yeah. we'd all be perfectly fit. Yeah. We'd not have the perfect families, the perfect marriage, mm-hmm. the perfect home,
0: all yeah. of it. Yeah.
1: Information. Now, here's what it can even do it can actually, um, cause us to it can be our kryptonite and here's yeah. why our prefrontal cortex then knows a fact all right and i'm going to tell you the story behind it knows yeah, a fact please. and when you know a fact your brain tells you i know it well you only have the fact you have not integrated it yeah. as a knowing right mm, yeah and so this is a different this is a biological neurological Um, spiritual, emotional experience to know something.
0: Yeah. okay.
1: You could read, I could send you a book about how to get in perfect shape, but unless you take that and integrate that information, there will be into integration. It will not change you. And so I was speaking, I can't even remember there was You'd love this though. The church is like, I don't even remember which church because you know, I don't care. I don't care what deny, I don't care where yeah. you call me and I'm going. <laughs> um, it doesn't yeah. matter to me. And I mean, there were eight, a thousand people in standing room only and all these things. And so I remember that the pastor's um, wife, I think, anyway, someone had a heart condition there. No, I don't think it was her, but someone had a heart condition. And something happened during why I am speaking. And as a result, ambulance comes, they check her out afterwards. She says to me, will you pray for me, Jill? And I said, let me ask you this question. Have people prayed for you? And she says, oh, yes, all the time. And I said, that's awesome. I said, can I ask you a few questions? How do you feel very anxious? Very often. Absolutely. Off the charts. I'm worried all the time. Do you ever get out and walk? visibly she didn't look no, no time. I'm so stressed. How is your sleep? Don't sleep. I'm worried about people. And, um, and so just a few simple questions. And I said, you know, I really think you need a nervous system reset, which is what we do. Mm. And I think our training would be helpful for you, but in my mind's eye, please don't take this wrong. I didn't think one more prayer was going to help her.
0: I mean, no, I, Get what you're saying. Yeah.
1: And and here's why I say this. And I say this all the time in my training. I said, I could stand there and pray, God, make tie my shoe, tie my shoe. God, God, please (laughs) tie my shoe. And he'd be like, honey, step down and tie your own shoe. You got your fingers, you got your hands, you got your eyes. And we, I don't believe God's going to do something for us that we can do for ourselves. We have already been equipped With the parasympathetic system that can take us into rest, take us into release. What I see first is release, rest, restore, and then reset. Those are the four things I see with my own eyes in front of my eyes now thousands of times. Yeah. And so I'm telling you from experience of what I see happen in front of my eyes all over the place. And it's not one, it's all 80. Yep. You know, unless yeah. one person and once in a while we have somebody really pushing back, chances are they've been through something really traumatic, and I, we're not the place,
2: yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally fine with that. Yeah.
1: Uh, we're not everybody's thing. We're more for the normal person, and we've we've gone now to CEOs, we've gone to leaders, we've gone to Young Life Ministry, we've gone to executives, we've trained uh, young adults, we've trained. Uh, refugees, we've trained doctors, medical staff, first responders, chaplains um, you, you name it. We've now, and every time I would say, I don't know if this is going to work, and it worked. And now they all can't get us back fast enough. So, all I can tell you is that if we give out this information, you yeah. I I would just kind of go, eh, I've heard this before, I would do that.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure, I wouldn't right.
1: take it in. So, yeah. we train. You come and you're trained
2: like
1: next weekend, Todd, honey, you're training. (laughs) (laughs) You don't get to sit back and "Mm, no, Oh, everybody in. (laughs) Yeah. And I tell them, you may not take the kit. If you're not going to use it, it's too expensive. Yeah. Do not take it. Yeah,
0: Don't take it. If You're not
1: going to use it. Do not. And do not share it with anyone. You work on you first because how am I going to train someone else? Yeah. If I'm not, I mean, am I going to really listen to someone who's not an athlete how to run a marathon? For sure. No, I'm going to talk to someone who now has gone back four times. Yep. The war zone. And the third time I was sleeping on the floor in MikaLive and it was the worst bombing. I, that was the closest, meaning like earth shattering. Yeah. And I felt it go all the way through my body and I thought, this is it. And I just went, okay, God. I'm terrified, so you better hold on to me, yeah. because if this is it. I'm still living on point, you know. And the next bomb comes, and it goes again, just all through me. But at this point, I had sort of started to exhale and let go, like,
2: yeah,
1: because I've trained myself. Yeah, I don't right. do it perfectly. I mean, I'm not perfect at any of this. I get sure. anxious, stressed, overwhelmed. Yeah. Otherwise, how can I train anyone else if I don't know how to get out of it?
2: <laughs> exactly. So, um,
1: anyway, that, uh, and then I came back and I felt because of my integrated awareness, I felt it in my quads and in my feet, my feet were gripping the floor. And so I then realized from integrative awareness, um, okay. I can't go back until I solve this. Okay. So I start, I, I, I and so my people, when they go, that's the first thing I want is they, ne- they need to be physically trained. Uh, they can't, they've got to be able to be calm in the midst of um, emergencies, but then they've got to be able to release it because yeah. the body does keep the score. For and sure. if I'm holding yeah. on to it, I can't go back without yeah. really literally killing myself. So yeah. this clearly even works for me, if that makes yeah. sense, I wouldn't it be going back.
0: Makes perfect sense. And yes, you know, you, you you are the message you are being the message that you share you are living the message and and i do actually respect what you just said i think that makes perfect sense you know information's information yep we like you said if if that's what changed people then we'd all be done we'd be I love, so done i know and i love that you're out there training and coaching and and oh. teaching people on how to do this and it's just a beautiful thing that you're doing and i i don't know i'm just blown away with what You do and how you carry yourself, Jill. It's amazing.
1: Well, and we're training trainers. So do know that we believe uh, that we're training a global team. Yep. Uh, And, uh, you know, that we've got more people that, I mean, I can't tell you how many people want to be involved. We just need the economics to be able to shore it all up. But we are, um, people are asking, and the people that are asking to be trained are nurses, trauma nurses doctors, um, I'm training. E- I had an ER doctor who came up to me in tears and said, if I had had this, I would still have my family. I've mm. lived in so much stress. And then I go to hug him and he starts to sob, oh, it's ER doctor, yeah. you know, and a psychologist comes up and she says, and, and so we're not only going back to Ukraine to train, our goal is to train trainers
2: yeah. within
1: Ukraine and okay. then within every other country. Yeah. Right. right. You see, and we can even bring in some US people that are being trained with Ukraine. And this again makes the our world smaller. Gotcha. That we are then a global team training. So we've discovered something we think is all natural. I mean, there's nothing yeah. in here
2: that's we're yeah. sure. we
1: already built to go into calm and chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've packaged decades of work together in this.
2: <laughs> yeah
1: so that no one else has to work this hard to get what I've had to get. And now it's just beautiful to see it in action.
0: Yeah. No, it's amazing what you're doing. I love it. It's amazing. And uh, I appreciate you coming on here and sharing this with us today. I really do. You know, um, I always ask this question towards the end of all episodes and I'm going to ask you as well. If there's someone listening to your voice right now, who's in a dark place, they're struggling And they're just, you know, you've already shared some really cool things and some very powerful principles already. What's that? What's one thing you could tell that person who's struggling right in this very moment? What would you tell them? Mm.
1: Boy, I I know that place all too well. Um, I would say one of the first things that the sympathetic system does when you're in high alert is isolate you.
2: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: And that's it. When you understand the science behind it, it's just normal. Yeah. Um, but don't isolate. Uh, Also, I think don't be around people that will let you go to the dark place. Um, We have all been traumatized and I don't mean to under, um, I mean, my trauma is nothing compared to many people's trauma, nothing at all. Mm -hmm. However, we're not none of us are strangers. If you've been on the planet very long, you've experienced some level of trauma. So there's a bit of relatability into yeah, it. Yeah. Um, I would say don't buy the the isolation. That's really key. And I think COVID just escalated that. Yeah. Um, and find people that are not fear-based. Go to someone that fights with love. And sometimes they need to fight for you. If you're in a dark place, yeah. I've had people fight for me in my darkest of places. Yeah. And Um, don't go it alone. Sometimes we just can't Mm -hmm. until we build, it's just like going to a hospital, right? Like if you're in sick and you need medical care of, you're not going to be able to take care of yourself for a while, let other people help rebuild you, but know that you can train in the best of ways. It's not ignoring, but you can train your body to go back and do its regular homeostasis between high alert. And parasympathetic so um don't isolate be around someone that fights with love that won't let you do the dive bomb yeah and um and then stay with that till you start to build your strength gotcha. and then honestly you know i i'm not trying to sell my training but our training is yeah i love our training i mean i'm changed every time i train
2: yeah. and right. um uh,
1: yeah. I mean, really, um, I'm not lying. It's crazy. I've literally been in a village, um, Korean village. You can't believe the places I've gone. I've been taken to uh, secret villages where the high uh, officials of the um, of military are being hidden. You know, their families,
2: yeah. and
1: and then taken back out. and And it's just, I was in a a, a Korean village within Mikolaj. Bombs are going off and everyone, tiny, tiny room and 60 of us go into our parasympathetic system. And one man just started to cry. He had a strong faith, but he had never accessed the peace that transcends understanding. It's just a natural. Mm-hmm. So it's there. I promise yeah. you It's yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Very well said. Very great advice. Thank you so much for sharing that. Again, mm-hmm. tell people how they can learn more about what you're doing and get more involved. Great.
1: Yeah. um, Right now, just bear with us, but contact us, Jill at JillTupper.com. Email us. um, uh, We don't have a big following on Instagram because I just figured out Instagram. Literally, we're kind (laughs) of doing this as we go. Uh, Facebook, just find us. And it's right now, it's just Jill Tupper. Uh, It will be going into our Global Warriors uh, PBL, Powered by Love. Uh, That's all in process with our volunteer team. If you know people that really believe in innovation and really want to make a significant difference and know that their funding is going specific to touching people's lives in the war zone of Ukraine, send them our way. We've got a Ukraine page on my website. And you want to serve, you want to pray, you want to help, you want to bring us in to speak, um, that would be phenomenal. Uh, I can can go back in and do companies and training companies. We'll do all of this, and then there'll be a portion of this that goes – directly to ukraine and then keep up on when we're doing our next training in the u.s we'll do as many as we can our hope is to go back june we're being asked all over ukraine in june but we're going to need um some some strength behind us to keep going and it's going to come
0: yeah love it it. well joe i can't thank you enough for being on my show today truly truly an honor um again i'm so impressed you're 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 passionate. You're engaging. You're captive. You're compelling. Um, You're the woman that helps people conquer crisis. It just really is inspiring. And again, I know you're not perfect and I know you give credit. Oh yeah, totally not. I know, (laughs) I know that, but I, but again, Uh, we need more of more Jill's in our lives. And I'm, I'm grateful to be able to know more about what you're doing. And I hope that my show can help fuel some of these things that you need. And you need to raise a million dollars you know, if we can help do that too. Great. So I, I, I am asking everyone who's listening to this to please, if you have any resources whatsoever that you could help out, please check out Jill's stuff. You will be so impressed. And she is actually I mean, to watch the videos of her in the Ukraine is just mind blowing, and w- <laughs> watching her walk around these buildings that have been blown to smithereens and just, yeah, and she's out there doing the work, man, guys. She is she practiced what she preaches. So, thank you so much. And Jill, one last thank you. You're the best, and I again can't thank you enough for being here.
1: Well, thank you for giving voice to yeah. what you're doing. Is so vital. The world needs to hear all the warriors powered by love around the world that are inspiring nice. others and honestly we're all designed to. Um nice. you aren't more special or and I'm not more special than anyone else. To me, this learning to shift, doing this nervous system reset sets you free yeah. to live your purpose. Yeah. And um it's a joy and the world needs us now, all of us, to be warriors powered by love more than it ever has.
0: Amen to that. There's that just reminded me I got to share this quote by Pablo Picasso. It says uh, the meaning in life is to find your gift. The purpose of, of your life is to give it away. And that's exactly what you're doing. So there you go, folks. And Jill's amazing, guys. Thanks for tuning in. As always, I love you. Thanks for believing in me. And I, I just am so grateful for all of you. And this is, we're going to make a difference here. And, and again, let's join Jill in, in saving lives. Till next time, everyone. Love you. Bye.